Hollywood Live Extra with Tanya Hart. My guest is Dr. Cindy Trim. You know, she is the best-selling author of Commanding Your Morning. Well, she's got a new book out. It's called Hello Tomorrow, The Transformational Power of Vision. Dr. Trim, welcome to Hollywood Live Extra. How are you today? I am doing fantastic, Tanya, and it's a great day on planet Earth. Any day above ground zero <laughs> is a great day for me. Oh, isn't that the truth? Well, you know, you have you've done very well with these. It's really beyond a self-help type of book. You know, it's funny. I go to the mega church West Angeles here in Los Angeles, and our bishop, Bishop Charles E. Blake, always says, "I see you in the future, and you look much better than you do right now." That seems to be the mantra of this book. Yes, it is. You know, one of the things that I wanted to do is to help people to understand that their tomorrows don't don't have to look like anything um, that their yesterdays look like. And that they, you know, there's the big question of that people have, you know, is it fate? Um, can I actually help to mold and craft my future? And um, it's all about how you see your life unfolding. And a lot of people um, don't understand that they don't have to be a victim of circumstances. You know, there's so many yes. people that look at their life and they wonder where they could have been now if they had made different choices. And, um, you know, people think about what they could have acquired, what they could have done, where they could have traveled, what they could have accomplished. And I've discovered that the, one of the worst things to do is to live with regrets. And something even worse than that is to die with it. And this does not have to be people's lives when they understand that one decision can change everything about their lives. And this is why a vision is important. You know, a vision yes, it is. acts like that catalyst that activates us into our destiny. It helps us to make the right decision. And but we don't Dr. we don't have to live a life of regret when we understand that the moment we change our mind is the moment we change our destiny. Well, you know, it's so funny, Dr. Trim. My grandmother always used to say to me when I was a little girl, baby, you better wake up in your right mind. Make sure you wake up in your right mind. And I never really <laughs> understood what she meant by that <laughs> until I got older. And now you see a lot of people who do not wake up in their right minds every morning, uh, mm -hmm. including our, our current uh, political leader. But that's a whole other story. Um, mm -hmm. But that that's so important because your mind is what gives you that vision. How do you how do you get somebody to change the vision in their mind's eye? What are, you use a lot of scripture, which I, I found very interesting. Um, tell me about that, how you utilize the scripture for that, but as well as why it's so important and how you can actually change your own vision within. Yeah. So, you know, what people have is a strategy. A strategy is attached to an outcome, a desired future result that we want mm -hmm. want to have. So what we have is strategies that work. Um, they work that keeps our head above the water, keeps us from sinking. So we have this strategy, but what people have not figured out is that the moment they change the strategy, they change their lives. And strategy mm -hmm. is based on, on vision. But what people don't have, they don't have vision. So they get up in the morning, 
They put on their title for the day, and then they blend in with the masses who are doing the same thing, and they're using the same strategy over and over and over, and wondering why their lives are not changing. And as long as we keep the same strategy, then our lives will never change. So we don't, we shouldn't curse the life that we have. We just need to change our strategy, and mm-hmm. um, and we keep the old strategy because we don't have a new vision for our lives. So vision helps us to focus on future possibilities that we see are possible and plausible, and it awaits us in our future. And one of the things that God uh, spoke, and this is in, in, in the Bible, and, and said to Abraham, everybody has heard the story of Abraham, mm-hmm. asked, him, asked him to lift up his eyes and look from the place where he is. Look beyond where you are. So, you know, I I begin to understand what is not clear to you will not be there for you. And what you can see coming never comes. And what you believe will come, comes. And what is beyond your ability to see is beyond your ability to seize. And so what you picture is what you capture and what crosses your mind determines what comes into your life. And I can go Mm -hmm. on and on and talk about the quality of your thoughts determining the quality of your life. So what I decided uh, to do is write a simple book, four simple steps that a person can use to live their life. And what are those steps? And we are suffering. We're suffering. We're suffering from, from a kind of spiritual blindness. People cannot see themselves living beyond where they are. They can't see themselves breaking through. They can't see themselves living better. They can't see how to make ends meet. So we have a problem that is prevalent, and that problem is our ability to see. And that just brings me to what Helen Keller said, that the greatest tragedy in life is having sight but no vision. The vision is the ability to see beyond where you are, because how far you're able to see determines how far you go in your life. Well, let's look at that, uh, Dr. Trim. You talked about the four steps that you've come up with. What are those steps? And again, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, because this sounds so easy, but it's not easy for people to see beyond their circumstances. I mean, if if you're in a situation, you know, we live here in Los Angeles. The homeless problem is is just beyond. Uh, There are so many homeless people here. This is the epicenter of it. If you're, say, a homeless person, let's just go right there. How do you see beyond where you are at the moment? Or not even that bad. Suppose that you're in a job that you feel is dead end and, and you know you don't have the skills to get anything better. How do you how do you see beyond that? Well, you know, I wrote this book, but this is like my personal um, story because I grew up in abject poverty in the back, in the booth, in the corner, in the dark. No name, no money. We ran out of everything, including water. So imagine Mm -hmm. waking up with no water to bathe, let alone with no water to drink. And that was where I started. I started, you know, people talk about silver spoons. I didn't even have a wooden or plastic spoon in my mouth. I'm the Mm -hmm. least likely to succeed. So, you know, people tell their story. I grew up in a single parent home. 
So I know stories. My brother was a mm. drug addict, died, died of a drug overdose. Mm. People tell their story, but they don't recognize that some of us are out here and we have lived their story. Yes. So this is, this is not just a book that I read to motivate. These are principles that I've used in my own life. My life is the laboratory. My life mm -hmm. is the testimony. And what I've written actually works. You cannot start from where you, you are not. You can start from where you are, but where you are is enough to get you to where you want to be if you understand that your greatest resource is your own mind. Mm -hmm. The greatest barriers in life is our mind. The greatest obstacles are in our mind. And so if you want to turn your life around, it starts in your own mind. As a man thinketh in her own heart. Going back to the story, God said, use your own eyes. In other words, use your own imagination. Because as long as we wait for someone to rescue us, we'll be waiting until the rapture. It is not going to happen. Right, that's who so you true. are and what you are is enough to get you from point A to point B. But we just have to figure out where point B is. And the, the heavy lifting starts with mm -hmm. the transformation of the mind. Because how you see your life unfolding is how it unfolds. So when your mind flourishes with new ideas, new vision, the amazing um, things start happening and the possibilities uh, begin to flourish. Because, you know, we, we, we know the law of attraction, but mm -hmm. it, it, it simply says like attracts like. So if your mind is empty, your future will be empty. But if you can fill your mind with the vision of future possibilities, not eliminating what you don't want. As long as I mm -hmm. attempted to eliminate poverty, I still was in poverty. I was in one cycle of poverty after another. And it did not matter how many degrees I had. It did not matter how many um, promotions I, made, I had. It did mm -hmm. not matter how much money I made. It always defaulted into poverty because that was the mindset that I had. I had a wow. mindset of surviving, getting to the end of the week, getting to the end of the day, living in lack, living in poverty. Mm -hmm. So elimination, trying to eliminate something does not cancel that out of your life. You have to create the life that you want. So I had to learn instead of is trying to eliminate poverty, I began to create wealth. Mm -hmm. And that's when my finances change. That's when my de destiny changed. What do you want? Not what you want to eliminate. That's the problem. We're trying to eliminate poverty. So therefore, poverty is our focus. And whatever you focus right. on fuels your future. Yeah, that so is so true. So what do you want? I, you're so you, right. you, look, yeah. your energy, your, 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 your life, will flow in the direction of your energy. So if you're putting a lot of energy to eliminate poverty, poverty is still going to be there. 
Well, that is so true. And I just want our audience to know that they're listening to Hollywood Live Extra. I'm Tanya Hart. My guest today is Dr. Cindy Trim. She, of course, is a best-selling author and has a new book coming out, Hello Tomorrow. We're talking about the power of vision and how you get that. Uh, Dr. Trim, earlier we were talking about four steps. I wanted you to kind of at least tell us what those steps are. Okay, number one, and this is this is in the content of the book. Number one, build a bridge to your future. And the first chapter said, it's your future, own it. It doesn't belong to anybody else. You've got to be able to leave ordinary behind. You cannot have an extraordinary life if you embrace ordinary. And then you've got to be able to set the course towards tomorrow. A lot of mm-hmm. people keep looking back on yesterday. You've got to be able to say goodbye to yesterday to say hello tomorrow. So that's the first step with the, with the sub steps. The second mm-hmm. step is put yourself where you see yourself. Put yourself there. And then number three, write your own history. Um, Winston Churchill said, history shall be kind to me because I intend to write it. So mm-hmm. write your own history. And then number four, dare to do something great. Dare to do it. Dare yourself. Voice print your future. Ignite your divine genius and discover your own new frontier. Four steps. Wow. Build a bridge to your future. Put yourself wow. where you see yourself. Write your own history. And that's in chapter eight. I talked to you about writing a vision and then dare to do something great. And, you know, if we did, I mean, it, they, it sounds like simple principles because they really are. Again. It's not always easy for people to get there, but it is possible looking at you and and your history and, you know, how you have managed to overcome. You know, what about people, uh, Dr. Trim, who may not be believers? I mean, we both happen to be believers, so it's always, to me, a little bit easier. But say that you're agnostic or you don't, you're atheist or something like that. How does a book like this help someone in that position? There, there are universal principles. Everyone knows that this world was formed by vision. So my Christianity, being a Christian is my life strategy. It's a strategy that I've chosen. Christianity for me is not a religious activity. It's my life strategy. So if a person decides that their life strategy is, is, is to be an atheist and not to believe in God, they have, they have every right to do that. We don't fight. I have atheist friends, I have agnostic friends, and they, they read my book because they're universal principles. Listen, everything in this world is as it is because someone envisioned it. The man that built America, uh, the founding fathers, uh, Stephen Jobs, um, and I can, um, Winston yeah. Churchill, all of these individuals were visionaries, and we talk about them in our book. Right now, they are building a disappearing uh, building in, in, in Korea right now, even as we speak. That is because it is visionaries that are doing it. So we're talking about universal spiritual principles. This is one of the things that Albert Einstein said, E equals MC square. Energy mm-hmm. equals a mass times the speed of light. And so when we talk about vision, we're talking about someone using and harnessing their energy to imagine a better future, not just for themselves, exactly. for their family, for community, within their industry. 
every industry breakthrough came as a result of someone imagining us doing that. That's so and true. And so this is, anyone can pick up this book. Whether or not they believe in the Bible or not, we are talking about the very thing that pushed humanity forward and we're able to live in a world because of previous visionaries and prayerfully we'll be able to see other visionaries being raised up to push humanity forward so that we can live life better. Oh, I love it. Well, you know something, Dr. Cindy Trim, you are one of the people pushing society forward. I love the title, Hello Tomorrow. Um, and the book will be available, I think it's coming out the first week in September, is that correct? Yes, or? it is, the 4th of September. They could go on Amazon.com, they could pre-order. Um, I think it's a fantastic book. I wish I had this when I was young, 17, 18, 19, with all of my ideas about changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't have it, but this is my contribution to humanity to help people who are gifted, talented uh, individuals that are sitting with the potential to become the next visionary leader. leader. And I think what we do need in this world is not just leaders, but visionary leaders who are able to um, throw in their Um, part of the solution to solve world problems. And this book is is not for Christians. It's for anyone who is interested in um, contributing to pushing humanity forward. And, you know, they may have a prompting or or something like that. And I think of people like uh, Da Vinci, Mm -hmm. who was a man of vision. Um, And he, he was a part of the you know, Renaissance, you had Michelangelo, and these guys were, were able to look at a block of stone, or they were able to look at a blank a canvas, and they were able to see the Sistine Chapel in it. Right. They were able to see uh, the David and the Madonna hidden in the block of stone. And this is the type of visionaries that we need today that are industry-specific leaders that are able to say we're living in this VUCA environment, it's volatile, it's full of uncertainty, it's complex, and it's full of ambiguity. But in the midst of all of this VUCA environment, we need leaders with vision to be able to say, this is where we can be. And then those that have the courage to be able to write it, draw to them the resources, whether it's human resources or even capital, and then go on about their business. Go on and get it. I hear that, girl. (laughs) And we have (laughs) those types of people. We have the Winston Churchills in the millennials. We have the Da Vinci's. We have the Mother Teresa's. We have the Martin Luther King's. These are individuals that were visionaries that were able to say, I see, I have a dream. This is how we can live. This is how we can live together. This is how we can drive. This is how we can cure diseases. Visionaries are the ones that solve problems. And if there's ever a time, we need people to be able to say goodbye to yesterday and hello to a brighter future. It is now. It is so now. Hello tomorrow. Dr. Cindy Trim, thank you so much for your contribution. Don't forget to subscribe to Hollywood Live Extra on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Make sure you download all of these because you don't want to miss any of them. And if you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. I'm Tanya Hart. 
This is Hollywood Live Extra at AURN.com. Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.